What's up, folks? We're back again with another episode. And excited this time because this is the last in the series of the International Premier Journals. So in the past two episodes, you've heard me talk about how medical school is rough and how internationals are disfavored in the application process. Remember I told you about the 8% of 2% that get accepted and the 97 who got accepted in 2018, international students, which is crazy. That's a small number. And I promise you I'll tell you about my story, about what happened in my journey and how I got accepted. So I'm going to tell you about that story, but I'm not going to dwell on that story too long. But you're going to get a gist of why I'm not dwelling on that story too long. So I began my pre-med journey in 2015. I was told by my advisor that it was a waste of time to study in America. Like international students, they told me that I, should just, I was better off going to the Caribbeans. And that just scared me. And my parents eventually talked to me and we decided that, hey, it doesn't matter what that man said. If it's just one medical school spot for international students, you're going to get it. And the Lord is going to make a way. And I held on to those words and I like, I prayed, oh Lord, help me, help me every step of the way. And I made up my mind. I wasn't going to give myself any excuses. In one of my classes, I was at a C going into the midterm and I was about to call it quits. And I was trying to find the right, the right um, story I could tell my aunt, like, hey, the teacher wasn't this good, but I stopped myself because I couldn't get myself to make up an explanation, which was actually a good reason for why I would get a C or B minus or B. But I couldn't make up that reason or I couldn't formulate an answer to tell people why I had not done what I said I was going to do or why I had failed. I couldn't make up a reason for why I had failed. So I prayed. I was like, oh, Lord, I want to. I need your help in this class. And I ended up getting through that class with an A. I put in a lot of extra work, and that reflects in what I did in the MCAT. My first practice exam was terrible, and I was scared after that practice exam. So I put in the work. I got a scholarship for the Kaplan review course, and I knew that if I wanted to have the best with that, I would have to upgrade. So I upgraded to the Kaplan with the tutor. You know, you pay the extra 500 bucks. Yeah, that one. I realized that any examination that you take of this magnitude requires a lot of investment. And if, you don't, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then you are not willing to go the extra mile. And that extra mile is what happens. That what separates people that get in from people that don't get in. It's the extra mile. So I studied books. I practiced exams. Um, I started early in my freshman year. And I took my MCAT in the summer of my junior year. In that summer, I stayed away from school. I stayed away from my research lab. I just stayed in my room and I studied, studied, studied. And many people will tell you this and people will say, hey, I did the exact same thing. Why didn't it work for me? I'm a, I don't really have all those. I don't have those answers. But I will tell you what I have done. And I will tell you in the end a caveat. And hopefully that helps you. So stick around to the end to find out more. The hardest part for me in the application process was my personal statement. Because I really didn't know what to write. My first advisor had told me that I should... <laughs> it is funny, but this is what he told me. I should sell my weaknesses. I'm like, oh, I'm from Nigeria. Pity me, pity party. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
growing up in Nigeria has been a disadvantage, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's what they told me to write. And I was like, hey, whatever you tell me to write, I will write. If it works, if it has worked for people before, and if it's going to work for me, bet, let's do it. I'll write whatever you want me to write. I'll say whatever you want me to say to get in. And once I wrote that essay, it took a while to write it anyway. One of my dad's friends, who's a doctor in America, Dr. Veronica, she tore me to pieces. Like once she read it, she was so vicious with that thing that it took me a few days to get my bearing back. She, she told me that never sell out who you are because someone else says you should. You should never, ever make excuses for being you. You should never let other people say that, oh, yeah, you have so many excuses around your life. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you are not good enough. Oh, you're from this country. Oh, you're from this background. Therefore, you are not going to make it. Or that's, therefore, we should give you special preference. I agree with special preference in some, in some cases, which is part of my story. I am an exception in everything I have done, not because I'm that good, but God has made a way for me. What I don't agree with is copying out and telling myself that I am not good enough. So give me a pass because I am from where I am. So I, I braced up myself and re rewrote the essay. <laughs> the Lord helped me and I wrote another essay. It was a lot shorter than the first one. But if you're struggling with this and you want to see what my essay was like, I give you access to my Instagram account. So message me there. And I will send you a copy of my personal statement via email. I sent it to someone else already and it was very useful to them. And I hope it would be the same way to you too. So moving on from there, I submitted my application. I submitted my letters of recommendation late because I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. So think about that early. Make sure you ask your professors before you even think about taking the MCAT. That way you don't have to wait for their letters of recommendation to come in. And I'm going to fast forward because there are a lot of things that happened along the way. But to the very end, the day I got accepted to medical school, I was in my research lab working as I would usually do on that day, got into the office and I pulled up my computer and I opened up my email and I saw this letter from New York Medical College. And I was like, congratulations, you've just been accepted to a medical school program. And honestly, I felt like I was going to fall on the floor in the lab and just collapse one of my, my PhD mentors, she just started screaming like, you got in, you got in. That was, everyone came to the table like, oh, congratulations. They were so happy for me and I, and I had to go home. I, I left the lab early that day. Went to my room to go cry. <laughs> I was like, God, you did it. Like, God, this thing that I thought was impossible. God, you did something that's crazy in my life. And I, I lay on the floor, I rolled on the ground and I just stayed there for a bit. I'm like, Lord. How did you pull this off? Disclaimer, I'm not the best applicant. I know that. I know that. So don't think that, oh, this boy is a super genius. God has made me smart. He's given me a brain. But in no ways is this a function of, of smarts. This was the hand of God in my life. And in a nutshell, I didn't go to medical school in New York Medical College because of the finances. So shortly afterwards, I sent another email and said that, hey, you're an international student, so we don't have any loans for you. We don't have any grants for you. We don't have any scholarship for you. But we want you to pay all four years of tuition before you start. You have two months to get the money together, and good luck. <laughs> Basically, that's all I got. And that I couldn't do that. So we called them, no, no way around it. And after a while, we just said, that, hey, we have to say no. 
And it was devastating for me. I won't lie. At the beginning, it was so scary. I was like, damn, after all this hard work, no, no, no room. Because my thought process was initially, I was just going to do my application and have multiple schools accept me. And I, I choose my school. But there comes the blessing in disguise. After this whole process passed on and rolled away, let me tell you the most important things I've learned from this lesson. It's that Jesus brought me through this whole thing. I thought that I would never get in, and the Lord led me through those fires, and he brought me to a place where I got in, and that's all I needed from that place. In the end, I moved on to work for a year, and afterwards, I was going to go back and apply, but then an opportunity came to do another program in another continent, hence the beginning of this YouTube channel. So that's where I am. I can't tell you too much about what's happening because a lot is happening, but I can tell you this, that the Lord is faithful in all he does. He's faithful and he will bring you through. And if you do not know him, that's okay. But you need to start that conversation. And I know people have always said this words, Jesus, Jesus, they're trying to bombard you with words, but it's more about a relationship for me than it is just about a bunch of words. So I'm encouraging you today to spend time on your knees if you know who Jesus is, just pray. I'm like, Lord, if you're calling me to this medical field, you have to make a way for me. You have to help me. Look at me. I didn't think I had enough. I didn't think I had everything it took, but he made a way for me. And if you don't know him yet, it's okay. Please take everything I've, I've told you here. Take it. Work hard. Send me a message from Instagram and get that recommendation. Get that personal statement from me and work on it. But what I'm saying is that all this was not me. So don't just idolize me as someone that's super smart. I got everything all together. I don't have everything all together. And I know that the Lord has put me in the position I'm in to help encourage others and to lift his name up. No matter what that means, be it music, be it talking through podcasts, be it whatever it is. So I want you to be encouraged today that's possible. That's, if there's anything else you get from this message, is that it is possible. Thank you, folks, and I hope you tune in for another episode. And please share with a friend. I made this particular series because I think it'll be useful, and I hope it is to you. Okay, have a blessed day. <laughs> and that's all for now from the Average African Kid.